chapter 12, beginning with verse 35. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. The Word of God says, Be dressed ready for service and keep your lamps burning like servants waiting for the master to return from a wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose masters find them watching when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and we will come and wait on them. This time I've got to go to God in prayer. I'm going to ask Brother Eric Davis, Davis lead us in a word of prayer. Brother Eric. Amen. You may be seated. Like servants waiting for the master to return from a wedding banquet. So that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. Now, I'm sure most of you all understand this. Not everybody in the world likes social workers. Did you all know that? They, they just don't. And it is sort of when Sheila and I are home and we're watching TV and they have a social worker that's on the television and then what certain role that they may be in, most of the time that social worker is made out to be a pretty bad person. So in my line of work, you know, I'm a social worker, a supervisor for social services over in Metcalf County. From time to time, which is pretty regular, about once a day seems like anymore, I get to go out and do an investigation. And what that looks like is somebody calls in an allegation against somebody, and they decide if it meets or doesn't meet, and they give us that investigation, and we have to go out to their house and see them at their house. And I, there's a few things you've got to realize. First of all, not too many people like for you just to show up to their house unannounced, right? Sometimes I go with the police, but most of the time I go by myself. And I'll go out, and first I say a prayer as I'm driving up there. I say, Lord, please don't let there be any big dogs, right? Please, there's no big dog. Don't want any, won't want any big dog. Then I'll get out of my truck, and I'll walk up, and I can hear the TV on, the radio on, people moving around inside of that house. And I knock on the door, and I've even heard this said before. Don't open the door. It's Paul Mills. Don't open the door. And I'll keep knocking on the door, and nobody, nobody will come. And I'll go back out to my truck, wait just a minute, and go back up and knock on the door. That doesn't work. I'll call them on their cell phone. And most of the time, this is the response I get for their cell phones. This voice mailbox has not been set up yet, right? Or this voice mailbox is full. It's very frustrating. And I'll go back the next day, and after a while, they finally figure it out. I'm going to keep coming back till they open the door. It'd be a bad feeling, wouldn't it? Why wouldn't they want to see me? What are they hiding? What is going on behind that door? What do you think God thinks? I still believe today that we serve an awesome God. Amen? Amen. A God that wants what for you? The very, very best for you. A God that wants to share with you things, give to you things, help you in everyday life adventures that you're on. And so often, God comes and knocks at our heart's door, doesn't he? And he knocks. We live in a world today where people seemingly are so busy. And one of the first things that they put aside is not the things that they enjoy doing, but all of a sudden they decide, well, I know God wants to talk to me, and I know God is knocking at my door, and I know God wants to give me what I need in my life, but I just don't want that right now. I want to live my life the way I want to live it. 
But I believe in the world that we live in today, we need more of God than ever before and out, have the outside world stay away. Amen? Amen? And when God knocks, we need to listen to Him. What's God want to talk to you about? What's God wanting to share with you about? First of all, we know that we serve a, a God that has to be first in your life, doesn't He? Amen. Nothing else can be more important to you than serving God. Nothing else, including your spouse and your children, your church, your community, your job, whatever that may be. God has to be first in your life. God wants to give you things in your life, help you to be able to overcome those things in your life. I believe in everything that you do in your life. I know David and Courtney is going to learn this real quickly in their new endeavor of being foster parents. In everything that you do in your life, if you have God with you, you're going to be a whole lot better. Amen? And you're going to be stronger. And you're going to be able to say to God, God, I know you can give me what I need. And that experience that I need in my life. And God is there with you giving that strength. But when God comes and knocks at your door, he's got something to say to you, doesn't he? And sometimes it's things that you want to hear. And other times it's things that you don't want to hear. Things that God is saying that needs to change in your life. Also, there's nothing more important than God in your life. Over in Luke eleven nine through 10, it says, So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. Those who seek finds, and those who knocks, the door will be opened up to them. We spend so much time in our lives trying to make it somewhere, don't we? Where am I going to be? What is my life going to look like? I remember when I was in college, one of our teachers had us write down where we were going to be in five years, where we were going to be in 10 years, where were we going to be in 20 years. You know what? Not a single one of those things that I wrote down that I ever make it to. And they seem so important to me. If I want to be that person, probably a lot of us, I didn't think when I was in college that I'd be the pastor at Bethlehem Church in 2021. Did you ever think that you would go through what we did last year and we came out strong, right? All of those type of things. God wants to be the most important thing in your life. God wants to be the most important thing in your life today. He wants to be the most important thing in your life tomorrow and for the remainder of your life. You have to be willing just to say, God, I'm going to listen to your call. I'm going to hear that knock. I'm going to be what you want me to be. Last week in our great meeting that we had. I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful meeting that we had. Michelle brought up that we not only need to be moving forward as a church, but we need to have a vision of what the future looks like. And I believe something, folks. Your future is going to be good if you have God with you. But if your vision of the future is just what you want and what you think is best for you, or what's going to be best for your life or for your family, you're going to struggle. You have to have that vision and view of everything that you do. How would God do this? What would God want us to do? How would God handle this conflict? How would God handle this situation? How would God want me to live my life? He says that if you knock, he's going to what? He's going to answer. The door is going to be open. We need to be able to seek Him and truly say to God, God, you're what I need in my life. You're what I need. 
I remember Friday morning when I went to take that test, that lovely driver's test. I sat down and I went, Lord, I haven't prayed this prayer for a long time. It's back in college days. But please help me pass this test. And praise be to God, he did, right? And some people say, preacher, that's silly. You're praying about a test? Well, let me tell you what. I believe there's nothing in this world that you don't need to pray about and ask for God's assurance in your life. And he's going to give you what you need. He wants, you to be, he wants to be first in your life. I've had a lot of preachers calling me this passage, just sort of soaking it in with some of my preacher friends, what we're doing here at this church and what's been going on in the past year and what's been going on with me. And they said, they asked me, this is the big question I get. Boy, you're sure brave. And I said, well, it wasn't just me being brave. It was God being brave with me, right? And that's what we're doing as a church. We're putting God where? First, where he should be. God giving us the direction that we need. God giving us the understanding of his word. Also, God hears our knocks. Over in Luke 11, or I'm sorry, in Isaiah 65, 24, it says, Before they call, I will answer. And while I will still be speaking, I will hear. God hears your knocks no matter where you are. I am so glad today that you never get a busy signal when you call God. Amen? And you knock on the door, and he will never say, I'm not going to open the door up for them, that I'm too busy. God will always hear that knock that you, do, that you share and ask for his help in your life, no matter what else is going on in the world. Whatever else is going on in the world, when you knock, God says, I know who that is. I know who that person is. I know what's going on in their life. I know what they need. I know the strength that they need to be able to overcome that in your life. I know that glory of God when we knock and we ask for God's direction. It is God's desire to answer your need. We live in a world, in a society today, there are so many people that all they want to do is destroy and tear down and hurt others. told you I get to go out and do a lot of referrals. Well, one of the things that I find out, I've been doing this a long time ago, if somebody makes a referral on somebody and that person thinks they know who made that allegation, guess what that person does? Does he love them? And say, well, I'm gonna, next time I see them, I'm going to go up and shake their hand and tell them how much I appreciate them and the help they gave to me. No, so often... When I do one investigation, I'll do two or three in that same family. You know why? Well, you did it to me. I'll do it to them. That's society today, isn't it? That's society today. Instead of us working things out and asking for God's help and for God's guidance in our lives, we say, well, if they can stoop to that level, I can stoop there also, right? That's not what you need. Our families need more of God in them, don't they? Our society needs more of God in it. Our church knows today that we need more of God in our church today. Lord knows, and I think I'll get an amen on this, our schools need more of God in it. Amen? amen. We need that. And God's desire is to be there. All we have to do is be willing to accept. I've heard people say, well, it sure seems like God has changed over the years or 
Church has changed over the years. No, God has not changed at all. And what God expects of you has not changed at all. We've just tried to read between the lines, right? And put in things that we want the Bible to say or how it is supposed to be. God wants to be there to hear your call. God wants you to call upon him and allow God to be in control of your life. I don't know what you're facing. Sure hope you don't have to face a driver's test this coming week, I guarantee you that. But I'm sure you've got some things in your life that's putting a lot of pressure on you. Some things in your life that maybe only you know and God knows or maybe you and your spouse knows. What do you do with those type of things? Today, I believe that if you have that situation, somebody's knocking at your door, aren't they? God's knocking at your heart's door and saying, let me in. Let me give you some help. Let me be able to help carry your load. One of the things I promise you, you are never going to figure other people out, are you? You're never going to understand why they do things to you. You're never going to understand why they say things to you. You're never going to understand why they behave the way they behave. But I do, I do know this, that when you're in those types of situations, God is going to knock at your heart's door, and God is going to give you a chance for something to happen and be changed. One of the people that really, 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 really dislikes me coming to their house came to our office Thursday. And Thursday, I was the only one there. There's sometimes I could be on the phone or I'll be in a meeting and one of my workers will come back and they'll say, so-and-so's up front. And, and I'll say, well, I'll tell them to wait or come back. I'm on the phone or whatever. But Thursday, I was the only one there. And I heard the ding on the door coming in up front. And I walked up and I went, oh, Lord, I'm not ready for this today. Because this is one of those guys that calls me names that I don't even know what they mean when he gets so mad. And his face gets so red and he just keeps going and going and going and going and going. I went up front and went up to the window. He looked at me and he, here's the words he said. I would like to apologize to you. I went, I thought about saying, you know, you know who I am, right? I'm, I'm Paul Mills, the one that took your kids, the one that took you to court. The ones have been all through all of these things. He says, yes, I want to apologize to you. And I said, the world would say for, for me to say what? Well, it's about time, right? How, the way you treated me and what you said and all these type of things. And I looked back at him and said, I really appreciate that. And if I've ever done anything to you that's been out of the way, I apologize for that as well. Folks, people can change. But, but, you're not the one to change them. God changes their heart and changes their life and gives them what they need. I don't know. Next time I see that guy, he might not like me again. But it sure felt good for a little bit to know that he, he believed in me just a little bit. Nothing in your life is too hard for God not to change. Maybe you're saying, well, preacher, it's not, it's not a situation like that. You know, there's, there's been a lot of worry in the world in the last year, hasn't there? We, we've seen things that we didn't think we'd ever see. Ever, act in ways that we didn't think we would ever act. Did you ever think that we would have to be discussing 
if we would have church or not have church? Do you ever think we'd? Well, that was only when we had bad weather, right? When there was snow. Did we ever think we'd figure out all those things? Maybe you're the same preacher. The weight of this world is so heavy on me. It's just, this just seems like everything is being cast down on me right now all the time, and it's so heavy. I can't carry it all by myself. Well, I think we all go through those times. Some of you may say, no, preacher, I'm, I'm strong. and I'm, We all do. We all have those times in our life where we're just, we're just wondering. We're concerned, and we don't know how to keep on going. That's when you definitely need God in your life, don't you? That's when you need to say, God, I, I need you to pick me up. I'm going to knock on your heart's door, and God, please answer my cry. Answer my knock and allow me to have the peace that I need. Whatever you are experiencing today, all types of shapes and sizes and different things that are going on in the world, whatever is going on in your life today, we serve a God. I want a big amen on this. Okay, you ready? We serve a God that hears and answers your prayer. Amen? Amen. So today, don't carry it by yourself. Don't say, no, I don't want to open the door. I hear him knocking. I don't want to open it up. I just want to carry it on by myself, handle it by myself. Don't do that to yourself. Be willing to allow God to come into your life and give you what you need. If you need to talk to him today, we invite you to come as we have our closing song.